0: Hammerdown Racing Report. And now your hosts,
1: Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, and Jerry Kieser.
2: Welcome race fans to the Hammerdown Racing Report. Show number 170 for March 11th, 2021. I did update the date on on my prep. I got the right year now. Not back in uh, 2020 still.
0: It was a terrible year. We don't want to be back in 2020. No, 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 no.
2: Couldn't get away from it. It's the Hammerdown Raceway Report presented by Oakshade Raceway, coming at you live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Make sure to uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report. Uh, you can follow us on YouTube as well, and you can listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, whatever. Where'd Ron go? He was here, and then he just... Yeah. he did. I talked to him. We'll, we'll talk about that here in a minute. Um, I, I actually created a Twitch page for us, and... Uh, Oh, look, there's Ron. He's back now. Nope, nope. Oh. He, he was here and then he's gone. Um, and then I realized that we can only stream to three platforms at once unless we pay oh. more. So, I'm sorry, Twitch fans. I know there's a there's tons of them. I had lots of requests yeah. for us to be on Twitch. Not really.
0: Any on the hotline? No.
2: Um, I don't. I didn't actually. Funny thing, you should say that. Uh, coming up uh, a little bit later on tonight, we will have the Hammerdown Hotline. I forgot to click that little guy there. Um, if you want to call, leave a message, be on the show, even if you're not a guest, right there, 419-318-3081 is the hammer down hotline. Call it 24 hours a day, uh, whenever you want. It's on to me. Call
0: early and call often. Yeah.
2: I, don't, I won't actually answer it, but uh, it's it, you can leave a message there. And, uh, you know, whatever. It, You'll hear later on tonight, We uh, last week's how many was how many uh, hammer down Hotline phone calls we were going to get. People were asking me, so how many have you gotten? I'm like, I don't think we've gotten any because I wasn't getting any notifications on my phone like I normally do. And then uh, about 20 minutes ago, I decided to check, and oh boy, there was a few of them in there. And I had to hurry up and put them together. That's why I was uh, scrambling around here at the last minute trying to get things ready. Not that you would know that, but <laughs> Jerry knew that. Ron knew that too. Ron's back. Hi Rod. Hey. Let me in. Hey. Hi there. <laughs> when are you getting your new internet or old internet?
1: I don't know yet. Okay. I was I was exploring options today. Um, I'm working off of my phone today. Uh, the phone did a, an update a couple of weeks ago, and somehow it turned on uh, internet sharing. So the last couple of weeks, I've been working off of our virtually non-existent internet so tonight I'm on the phone maybe it won't freeze up we'll see
2: I got these things
1: Ooh. Ooh.
2: you can you can use them and we're probably going to use them I, t- I talked a little bit to Scott Warner over at uh, millstream about doing that uh, live broadcast at one of their testing tunes so uh, I think that uh, oh, might right. actually happen and I might do some testing and tuning you got, see.
1: you got a mixer board and everything
2: right yeah that's over here I'm not picking that up but yeah I know I yeah, we're, cool. we're, we're good. Thanks to Oakshade Raceway who, uh, present is our presenting sponsor and have hooked us up for, for this year. So yeah, we'll have to do a, a live broadcast out there as well. Speaking of which, uh,
1: who, are wearing, who are you wearing today, Scott? Who am I wearing? Yeah. I'm I wearing, figured today with throwback Thursday. This is, this is a vintage t-shirt, man. What do you got? Hold on. Let's, oh, uh, let's, it's, it's probably a 20 year old Ron Miller race car shirt. It, it, you probably don't even remember when we had all the teal race cars.
2: Uh, was, I, was, I, with our color. was I born yet? Maybe.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: What do you got on there, Jerry?
1: I'm
0: rocking my Lima Land gear tonight. Oh, Special yeah. announcement from Lima Land Motorsports Park. The 2021 schedule Ooh. being released just a couple hours ago. So, real excited about that.
2: Breaking news. Breaking news. Yeah. Yeah, Plainland we'll
0: def- Motorsports Park has released a 2021 tentative schedule. We'll talk about that in just a little bit.
2: Yes, and also on the show, uh, waiting in the wings, we have Ernie Woodard, uh, the boiler maker. We'll ask him about that. The uh, 2019 Eldora Track champion uh, in the stock cars, also 2007, 2009 Kiser Memorial winner, huh?
0: Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. Ernie, one of the two-time winners. Uh, one of the greatest guys I know at, at local racing. Was making a trip up from Georgetown, Kentucky to Limeland each and every week there for a few years and does it at Eldora. You know, one of the guys who hauls a long way, but always fun to watch and, and uh, very exciting.
2: So we'll talk to him in just a couple of minutes. Uh, got to take care of some business once again. Thanks to Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meet to race. Uh, still waiting on that schedule. I, I texted Chrissy a little bit ago and uh, it's still not out, but my uh, fingers are crossed that we'll, we'll hear something soon. I mean, we got a few of the dates out there, of course, opening night, April 24th. So uh, we do have that, and we have the Dirt Track Truck Series announcement that happened last week that I didn't know was going to happen. There's Ron. Bye, Ron. He's gone again. Bye, Ron. He'll (laughs) he'll pop back. There he is. There he is. Uh, So there's there's a few dates up on the Oakshade Raceway website. also want to thank Real Geese Silhouette Decoys, the most technologically advanced goose and duck decoys ever produced, manufactured right here in the U.S. Welcome back, Ron. Uh, Check out realgeese.com or call 419-800-8100. Mill Street Speedway, of course, uh, they're – uh, going to be returning to action this year as well. Check out their website, millstreamspeedway.net. Follow them on Twitter or Facebook. A couple testing test and tunes coming up in April. Uh, they're going to be having a live broadcast next week on uh, Wednesday, I do believe. Is that the 17th? Wait, that's St. That's Patrick's Day. It's a special St. Patrick's Day broadcast, I believe. I don't know if Scott knew that, but we're going to do that.
0: We'll have, we'll have to change our scheme to green next
2: Yes. Week. Uh, Big D's Pizza and Clyde, want to thank them as well. Check out the Big Nut Double Decker Burger. And also, they're hiring delivery drivers. So, if you're out there in Clyde and you need a job, uh, stop on into the store. I don't think they're taking any calls, but uh, stop in the store and, and apply for that. And also, thanks to Ron Miller Race Cars, 734 856 7223 for race cars, parts, safety, equipment, service, everything a racer needs. Just like me, I got a, an order waiting to pick up um, that maybe I'll pick up after the show and interrupt your dinner. Safety equipment? Yeah, I, I got a. I ordered a Hans. Did my Hans device come in, Ron?
1: Yes, sir. Okay. Hans device, new seat belts.
2: See safety equipment. Very cool. <laughs> uh, let's yeah. uh, let's check out that racing roundup, uh, and then we'll uh, get to Ernie here.
0: All right. This week's Racing Roundup, it's a little bit of action with the World Outlaws not Energy Drink, sprint cards in action last weekend. Carson Macedo, the hard charger of the weekend, worked his way up from 10th place starting position to take the lead late and win Friday at Volusia Speedway Park. Saturday, the World Outlaws made their first trip back into East Bay Raceway Park in 38 years. Three-time All-Star Circuit of Champions point champion Aaron Reitzel led all 35 laps to pick up a 10,000 to win entry, but I want to note, Carson Macedo started yeah. 17th on saturday and raced his way up to third a couple more cautions i think that would have been real interesting reitzel was tough right up on the high side uh, up over top of the berm but macedo was definitely coming world of outlaws morton buildings late model series chris madden Smokey, led all 50 laps in saturday's tennessee tip-off at smoky mountain speedway for his 29th series win next up for the world of outlaws late models friday and saturday march 26th and 27th at cherokee speedway in south carolina In NASCAR action, John Hunter Nemechek held off his boss, Kyle Busch, to win Friday night's NASCAR Camping World Truck Series, bucked up 250 at Las Vegas. We'll talk a little bit more about that later. A.J. Allmendinger won Saturday's Xfinity race in Vegas. And Kyle Larson, surprise, 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 back in victory lane, earning his first Cup Series win and just his fourth race back after his suspension. Uh, Larson beat Brad Keselowski by over three seconds on Sunday at Vegas. Next up for NASCAR, the trucks are in action at Atlanta Motor Speedway on Saturday, March 20th at 2 30 p.m. on Fox Sports One. The Xfinity cars will be in action at Phoenix for the call before you dig. Call 811 before you dig 200 on Saturday at 5 30 p.m. on Fox Sports One in the Cup Series. Back in action with the Instacart 500 at Phoenix on Sunday at 3 30 on Fox. Other notes from the weekend, Max Stanball made the long trip down to Louisiana's Chatham Speedway for the USCS Outlaw Thunder Tour for the Bayou State Sprint Car Nationals over the weekend. Uh, Pennsylvania's Mark Smith swept the weekend, but Stanball finished fifth on Saturday and fourth on Sunday afternoon. Max Standball going to be a very fun driver to watch in 2021 as he gels with that new team. And with that, that does it for this week's Racing Roundup.
2: So what were we going to talk about about the, uh, the truck race? Was, does it have to do with the spin? Well, I-
0: The spin. We're going to talk about that later on uh, during the news section later tonight.
2: Oh, okay. I'm I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) No, you're talking about. I see it
0: in the notes. I don't. I
2: printed this off at 6:58, I think it was, when I ran into the other room. So, (laughs) Uh, let's bring in our guest uh, this week, Ernie Woodard. How's it going, sir? How you doing? Pretty good. Hey, thanks for coming on. And thanks, uh thanks for Jerry for, for hooking us up with, with you. Uh tell us tell us a little bit about uh, about your background in in racing and uh and we'll go from there.
3: All righty. Well, um I guess I gotta go back a little bit. I probably go back and start with my father. Uh, you know, he's a long time raced at Eldor, so I've been going to Eldor my entire life. He he started racing back in the early seventies and and I guess when uh, when my father got out of uh, racing at Eldora, we, uh, we got go-karts and started racing uh, go-karts over at Willowdale Raceway. So we raced go-karts for two or three years. And then uh, I guess the first year that I ran stock cars was probably 1992. We used to race. Uh, I was in Kentucky and dad was up near Eldora. So we used to go to Florence Speedway, uh, run stock cars, and then Somehow we migrated back to Eldora, so we've been running Eldora the last twenty-five plus years.
2: You still uh, based in Kentucky, then?
3: Yeah, I, I live in uh, Georgetown, Kentucky, okay. and I work at uh, the Toyota plant down in Georgetown.
2: I see. I see quite a few trophies behind you. Uh, Ron, Ron's got a few behind him. It's a, it looks like you might have a few more than Ron there. I get...
3: <laughs> yeah. I, when I heard it was going to be on the show, I had to, I had to get set up like everybody else I see with trophies in the background. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I've had others say that to me, but I think it's a product of just racing a long time. Not that I'm winning a lot.
2: <laughs> now you still run the stock car. You run a modified as well.
3: Yeah. I, primarily I race the stock car at Eldora. That's what I've, I don't know that I've missed a race in 25 years. And then, uh, you know, I guess over the years, the, the schedule at Eldora, we used to run maybe 15 a year and it, then it's worked its way down to seven or eight. So maybe about four or five years ago, that's when I built a modified cause, uh, just wanted to race more. So I started running the modified
0: maybe about five years ago.
2: Where do you run the, um... go ahead. Go ahead, Jerry.
0: Hey, with that modified, you got the chance to uh, get a bucket thing off your bucket list and head down to Florida this year. Want we'll to talk about that and how you did?
3: Yeah, I, uh, I guess last uh, last spring, I, I've gone down to Evolution and I've watched several times. Took a trip down there and watched, and I've just always wanted to go to Florida. So last last summer, I started thinking. Well, I think I'm going to go down next year. So. <laughs>
0: Anyway, there's several
3: things I had to do. You know, I I normally uh, don't race more than one or two nights in a row, so there's a lot of things I I had to get a different trailer and a truck, and uh, so anyway, we we headed down to Florida and and uh, things went well. I think uh, I think I'll go back next year, and we got better as the week went on, and there were a couple other outdoor guys down there, Daniel Sanchez and Tony Anderson. I think they've been down there several years, and you could tell they were they were doing really, they were doing much better than I was, but I felt like I, I uh, ended on a good note at the end of the week and I could see going back for sure.
2: And you run a uh, Roman race cars chassis.
3: Yeah, I do. Um, I mm-hmm. guess Brian built my stock car, maybe mm, 2015, uh, was the first car he built for me. And then, uh, um, you know, a couple years after that's when he, uh, built me a modified. So yeah, I've been running uh and stuff for the last five or six years. How'd you get Made a big difference in the stock cars?
2: <laughs> How, how'd you get hooked up with, with Brian?
3: Well, you know, Brian has raced, uh, modifieds as long as I have it. I actually, I have old newspaper clippings of nights that he's wanted Eldora and I've wanted Eldora the same nights back in the nineties. So, uh, I didn't know Brian real well, but I knew of Brian just because we both raced Eldora for so long. So uh, when I when I was thinking about getting a car built, it was a natural choice to ask Brian because uh, I didn't really know anybody else. And, and uh, I know Brian always runs well there, so I know he's got good cars.
2: So have you run head-to-head with him and, and beat him?
3: No, never. <laughs>
2: <laughs> never beat him or never I, run head-to-head with him?
3: I think that's a tall order uh to outrun Brian. Brian runs awful good in the modified.
2: Okay. Um so what uh, I I mean you got so many trophies behind you. Is there any one win that that stands out as maybe one of the biggest or a couple of them that that are some of the biggest wins in your career?
3: Well, obviously winning the championship uh before the pan- 2019 was big because uh boy, I probably was I was second, third or fourth in points at Eldora maybe 15 times. So I was always I always had my opportunities and there always seemed to be a reason that uh you know we'd get a rain out and I never get that shot. So the championship was big. Uh but I, I but I saw uh, uh I saw you posted some stuff about the uh the uh, Bobby Keyser uh race back at Lima. Those were those were big. I, I probably raced Lima maybe uh maybe three years I raced and uh, I got a handful of wins there, but it seemed like uh, it, my wins came at opportune times and that we won the big ones. I think you got the Fricke, uh the Vern Fricky was uh, there. I don't know if they still have that or not, but those were some of the races in the Memorial cup that they have. So some of those races at Eldor were big. And then I think maybe, uh, maybe about 10 years ago, Jerry Butler, uh, or JR Butler sponsored a big race at Eldora and we won that so so some of those races there were probably some of the bigger wins that I've had in the stock car
2: so what did you end up doing uh, last year then with with Eldora pretty much not having any any race any any races that you would have been racing in
3: well i kind of uh, i had my modified ready to race and, uh, I actually had my modified. I think we were ready to go to Florence a year is about a year ago. You know, you've seen, everybody says, uh, see what picture you took a year ago. Well, mine just popped up about a week ago was that I had my, my <laughs> stock car, not my stock car, but my modified ready to go to Florence just before the pandemic shut down. So when it came out of that, I think I took, uh, the modified down to Richmond raceway a couple of times, and then uh, I had some issues and had to pull the motor. Um, so, so I was kind of down again and, but I had a, my buddy, uh, Eric Skaggs runs my old stock car and he took a job in Mississippi. So, uh, uh, I hopped in his old stock car and we ran Richmond maybe three or four times in the fall. So, but surely did not race as much as I would have liked. So, uh, that's what I'm looking forward to this coming year. I've got my, uh, I got my stock car. I got my uh, friend's stock car. I got my modified, everything's ready to go racing. So, I should have options every weekend, so I'm definitely looking forward to to racing more this year.
2: Your your friend's stock car is is that like a backup car, or do you run that at different tracks?
3: Well, when I, now when I built the car, when I built the car that uh, Roman built for me, I had my old car. Okay. And a friend of mine started racing my old stock car, so he probably he probably ran it at Eldor maybe three or four years so when he took his uh took a job last summer in mississippi uh at another toyota facility he he pretty much it had it was his car he it was his car and my motor one of those deals so he kind of left it behind and i put a seat in it and i've been running it last fall and actually i think richmond start has their first race down here uh april 3rd i think so if if uh I don't see any reason not to race his stock car down at Richmond coming up here soon.
2: Okay. Um, so what, uh, what are your plans then uh, for, for this year? I mean, we kind of talked about that. The, st- the stock car and the modified has uh, Eldora. They put, have they put out a schedule? I
3: don't No, think they, they haven't. Have. <laughs> yeah.
2: At least everybody's asking. So yeah. I don't
3: know what Eldora's doing yet. I, get, I guess my immediate plans are I, I, uh, I made the, I made the cut on the one-day registration down at Bristol next week.
2: Oh, are you doing that?
3: Uh, So my plan is to do that. But uh, all day today, I'm watching the weather. It's kind of raining everywhere. So uh, actually, this weekend, I think Clarksville, Tennessee, has a two-night show down there that I was going to go to a couple weeks ago, and it got postponed. Uh, But I see a bunch of rain coming through there, so I think I'm going to hold off on that. And then Florence actually opens up uh, Saturday. Uh, so, I'm kind of watching the weather. If weather permitting, I'd probably run up to Florence this Saturday and then and get, myself, uh, get myself pointed towards Bristol. I think Bristol's got uh, practice sessions Saturday and Sunday where you can get on the track. And then the modif- open modifieds race Tuesday and Thursday night. And I, I think, I don't really know their point structure. If you run well enough, then you can get to the Saturday night show. Uh, so right now my plan is definitely to maybe go to Florence if there's no rain and, uh, then get myself pointed, headed down to Bristol and try that out.
2: How excited are you to, to hit the high banks at, at Bristol?
3: I think it'd be pretty cool. It's probably, it's probably another bucket list item. You know, who knows, who knows if they'll ever do it again. Right. I, what was it? 20 years ago that 2000, they 2000, I think. Yeah. I could see that, you know, if it was successful, I could see them doing it again. Um, De- they definitely got a, you guys probably know better than me. There's definitely a lot of interest around it. and There's a lot of racing planned. And uh, so I thought, well, I better do it because never know if you'll get the chance again. And and been watching it. It, it looks fast, but, uh, it, you know, is fast. So it's something that I'm used to. Uh, definitely with my stock car, not, not necessarily in my mod. but uh, So hopefully I'm not too, too far out in left field. Having run run a lot of laps at Eldora,
2: I know uh, we we spoke to Brian. Tony, have you go Tony, ahead, Ron. Have
1: you have, have you seen uh, any of the uh, practice sessions that they've had uh, clips of?
3: Yeah, I I uh, yeah I I've been hopping on maybe the last actually the last few nights have been hopping on that uh, Dirt Bristol Nationals site or whatever and and I've been watching some of that. It'll be interesting to see what happens once they get more than a couple cars at once on there. Um, it kind of, it kind of looks sure. to me like it could turn into a little bit of a follow of the leader, but I don't know. It's hard to tell.
2: I'm kind of excited to see how it's going to turn out. I definitely hope it's not follow the leader, but uh, uh, I was going to say we we had Brian Roman on a few weeks ago, and uh, he had gotten his reservation or spot for for the Bristol Dirt Nationals but when we talked to him, he wasn't sure he was actually going to go. I don't, I don't know. Have you spoken to him uh, recently? I think it was probably a month no, ago. No, I've
3: not. He told me the same thing a few this, weeks ago, and I've not uh, I've not asked him whether he's headed down there or not. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's a good point. Maybe I'll give him a call tomorrow and see what he's up to. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I suspect if Brian goes, he'll, he'll show up down there on Tuesday because uh, – um, It'd probably probably do me some good to go down and practice, and Brian probably doesn't need the practice, I'd say. I
2: don't know. I I think the track's different than it was in in 2000, so I think it's going to be new for everybody.
1: Scott, there's reports that Jonathan Davenport said he didn't have enough motor for the. If his 900 horsepower is not enough, boy, that's frightening.
2: I'm I'm guessing you'd probably go, at least from what I was seeing, the, the late model guys were going flat out. Not even lifting in the corners yeah. at all. So that's gonna be crazy. That's
3: what it looked like to me. Yeah. <laughs> they, they uh was it Ricky Ricky Weiss or um it, yeah, yeah the video they were showing to him, it didn't look like he lifted.
2: He was uh I think there's a 15. couple point mi- two. Yeah, a couple of miles an hour off of uh what Denny Hamlin said on the pole last time they raced there on the asphalt. So pretty crazy stuff. Are you worried about, I mean, does that scare you at all? Or are you just, that's exciting to you? Uh,
3: I'm more worried about my car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so worried about, uh, about me or anything. It usually I'm, um, you know, a place like a place that's kind of the difference, you know, a race Eldora and then go to a smaller track where, you know, you go down to a small track like Richmond, Kentucky, uh, you can't get out of there without rubbing fenders, right? You know, you're, you're, there's a fair amount of beating and banging, but normally you don't completely tear your car up, but at Eldora, you know, the speeds are so high that when, you know, when something happens, usually it's bad. Yeah. Uh, cause I've, I've definitely got experience with, uh, with, uh, tearing a car up at Eldora. So that, that's, that's usually what I'm worried about is not, not wadding my whole car up. Uh, not so much about, I guess my personal safety, but, um, yeah, it's fast, but, but, you know, uh, not too worried about Nothing it. And that's, that's kind of what I'm used to.
2: Cool. Um, any chance, uh, you may hit, uh, Lima this year. We were talking a little bit ago, they, they just released their 2021 schedule, which we'll talk about a little more in detail a little bit later.
3: Yeah, I actually, actually last year before, everything hit i had on my mind to try to go up there sometime either with a stock car or the modified um and then you know bring them both what's that
0: (laughs) bring them both
3: no i've done i've done that at eldor i think i'm i think i'm done with the two cars at a track thing that's uh, uh anyway that's a ton of work so i i think i'm i'm just down to taking one car but uh, yeah, it might you might see me at Lima. I'd like to go back up there. It's been a long time since I've been up there, and and we always ran good. And I, to be honest with you, I can't even—I can't even remember why we stopped going. I'm only assuming that uh, it just kind of got to be too much on a Friday night from Kentucky, you know? Because we're always
1: somebody tangled in the water How? How? Somebody tangled in the
2: wire. We're gonna mute him for a minute. <laughs> how? Uh, how?
3: Uh... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say uh, I I like Lima and we always ran good there and uh, I like I said we ran at least I can't remember how long but at least three seasons there and I I think it probably the reason we stopped going was just it was kind of tough on a Friday night uh, with me working and everything trying to get up there but uh, and then you know sometimes if El Dorado ran a Saturday then you got the double show thing so but yeah I could see going back I like Lima.
0: How far of a, a drive Friday, is that June for you? Friday, June 4th would be a great date. Oh, yeah. Friday, June 4th, the Keyser memorial, thousand to win. So uh, keep that one on, in mind.
3: Oh, well, we'll have to get that on the calendar.
2: <laughs> and Jerry's going to be <laughs> racing that night.
0: No, no, I will not no. be racing that night. My, no, my brother but, will be racing that night. I'm racing Saturday. the following night at Okay, OGA. I got yep. you.
2: So how, how far of a drive is that to, to get to Lima for you?
0: Uh, like
2: how many hours? If
3: you're in a hurry and you're not... <laughs> Pulling a race car you can do it in three hours but I'd say pulling a race cars it's a healthy four hour drive three and a half to four hour drive all
2: right it's not not yeah. as bad as I thought so it's not too bad
3: yeah you know it's it's, it's probably a, it's probably a three hour drive to Eldora but normally you know we're going to Eldora on a Saturday so you're not you're not pressed for time like you usually are on a Friday so
2: have you ever uh, thought about running the the summer Nationals?
3: Yeah, I, I have I actually, like I said, I had all these, uh, I had all these plans last year with my modified and, uh, then COVID hit and then, you know, I was only like two or three races in and I had motor trouble and had to pull the motor. So I really didn't get to do anything modified. I wanted to do last year, but, but I definitely, I definitely have already wrote it down in the calendar. I think, uh, uh, so there, there's several places where the summer nationals are, are close. I think, uh, and I, I definitely wrote those down. Uh, I think there's some Sunday night shows or something through the week. Uh, definitely, definitely would like to hit a couple of those this year for sure.
2: Cool. I know and a track. I think,
3: go, I think going to Florida gave me a good flavor of you know the kind of guys that that go to those races. And so it was good for me to go to Florida.
2: I know. I know a track in our area that has a summer nationals date. Oakshake. Is That Oakshade? Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And, and I do know a Sunday night track that's opening, reopening oh, in yeah. our area, that's starting uh, this season. So a little further yeah. up from
2: from uh, Lima. Have you ever Have oh, you ever true. run uh, Millstream?
3: No, no, I've never been at Millstream. I know my 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 dad has back in the day. I think, uh, but you know that that was a different time. He used to run three times on a weekend, right? I think he what go to Eldora, Millstream, and New Bremen, and two days or something like that. So, so he definitely has run millstream.
2: How big of a, uh, an influence uh, to to, to your racing career was your father or is your father?
3: Well, I think, I think, you know, it was kind of huge starting out. that I think a big part of it was, you know, I never really did any racing while he was racing. Um, so when he, uh, when he decided to stop racing then that's kind of when I got the go-karts and so it kind of worked out because, uh probably you know i see uh i see other racers and then their kids racing and they're they're trying to go with their kids and try to race themselves it seems like a pretty tough deal so it kind of worked out when when he was done and i was probably i don't know i was probably around i actually got a late start i was probably around 20 i'd say when i started racing so he was able to start helping me with the go-karts and then on into the stock cars
2: how much uh, how much knowledge did you get uh, from from him?
3: Well, you know, our, I, early on, um, he he kept the car when I was in Kentucky, and he kept the car up in Indiana. I, you know, I for years I just showed up and drove. Uh, so, knowledge wise, I I kind of relied on him to do everything and set the car up and do all that. But as things have transitioned now, I'm probably in a little different role in that I do most of the. Uh, set up and stuff but but you know running Roman cars you know I kind of lean on Brian pretty heavy on what to run in my cars now but you know back when we used to run the old Camaros I I don't know if there was a lot of science to what we were doing back then Um, but it's definitely a a whole lot more technical nowadays there's more things you can do to your cars
2: have you ever uh, thought about moving up uh, to a late model or maybe a sprint car or anything like that or, or are you happy content with what you're doing
3: no i think uh i don't ever see myself in a late model and definitely not a sprint car i mean even like when i was in florida and guys that i don't know i was parked around they're talking to me i i view i'm a stock car driver that's what i've always done so i i view myself as a stock car driver that's in a modified <laughs> Uh, so I think maybe a modified is a stretch for me right now. So I I don't see doing anything more than that. But I definitely like the modified because you know the rules are pretty much the same everywhere except tires sometimes. And uh that's probably the only disadvantage to running the stock cars is that everybody's rules aren't the same. So I you know my my stock car is built too specific to like a Eldora Lima that it's hard to take it anywhere else. Um but my my other stock car that which was my buddy's it, it the guy that built it Dennis Robertson down here in Kentucky he built that car and he built it so that it, you could run the KDRA rules and run Eldora so that's what I like about that car I can I can run it at tracks down here in Kentucky uh, so that's the disadvantage around the stock car it's a little bit it's a little bit too specific so you're, it's hard to go other places um but that's what i like about the mod you know you can go run the mod every weekend someplace different and you don't have to worry too much about like i said the biggest thing is the tires and and that actually is irritating that tracks that are really close they they change the rules just enough on the tires to create you having more tires than you need so it'd be nice if everybody did the same tire tire deal
2: so what uh, i got i got one last question for you i don't know about uh, jerry and ron but what uh what's the craziest thing that that's happened to you uh, on the racetrack
3: wow i you know it's funny that actually this came up not long ago but i you know i've been racing the stock car for so long that i've had so many i've had so many situations when i think back of i've won races that i should have never won and i've i've lost races that i should have won so probably you know i i have old pictures of uh you know, with the checker flag at Eldora Speedway and, and you can see oil com- coming out from under the car and that car won't even run. You know, I gotta get a push truck and we've won the race or the tire splat. Um, and probably the most, the most recent one was probably the, I think Eldora two years ago paid 2000 to win for a race. It was like a family fun night and I was right on the pole and I couldn't get my car started I got it started we pulled it out on the we pulled it out onto the track, and uh, they asked us all to shut our cars off. So I left my car running because I couldn't get it started. Well, anyway, I went on won the race, and afterwards I found the the gear on the back of the um, the rotating gear had the, all the welds were broke, and uh, my fathers my father and cousin said they could see sparks under my car. So I, I don't know how much longer I had left in that deal, but. Uh, that's probably the most recent thing that I can think of that happened and won the race, and probably shouldn't have.
2: So it sounds like you've had some pretty good luck.
3: Yeah, in that case, I did. I've had I've had several of them like that that I probably uh, shouldn't have won, and I did.
2: Okay, I lied. I have one more question for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you, you seem like a nice guy and everything, you know. But ha- has have you ever had any altercations with with any other drivers, either? on the tracker back in the pits.
3: No, not not really. I've had a maybe over the years there was a I can't remember his name. I, I specifically remember there was somebody up at Lima over 10 years ago.
2: Jerry. It's uh, Jerry.
3: And uh, I was just a
2: spectator. Okay. <laughs> I, I
3: can't I can't remember who it was, but he was he's a, running for points and I'm just I'm not running for points. I'm just showing up for a race. And uh, I I got into I got into I got into him I can't remember who he is if he's online he have to he have to text me to, or or send a message, and I remember I got into him and, and he cut a tire down and got in the wall and all this and he come over and was pretty upset with me, and I remember reach I reached out to somebody at Lima asking for his information and I and I don't even remember who I talked to but they they wouldn't give it to me because they <laughs> thought I was gonna do something, I'm like no I just wanted to. I ended up reaching out to him and and uh, offered him a little money to fix his car. I felt bad about it cuz he's running for points and I'm I'm showing up and I'm not running for points. But I'd say over the years I, I've never really had uh I've never had a big altercation. I I I view myself as a pretty clean driver and if I if I get into somebody, it I certainly most likely did not mean it because uh you know I don't want to tear my car up and and when you're getting into folks, you're, you're just tearing your own stuff up. So i usually try to drive pretty clean.
2: So do you have uh, uh, like a racing page on Facebook or anywhere where uh, people can follow you?
3: Yeah, I, I've got an old website. I, I think it's uh, Woodard racing, maybe.net uh, there's a website and then uh, I'm just on Facebook. So got a lot of followers on Facebook and um, I don't turn down any requests. So I think I'm, I think I'm bumping that 5,000 range. I heard at 5,000, you can't get any more. So I've kind of stopped accepting some of them cause I'm almost there. Uh, so they can just follow stuff on Facebook.
2: Okay. So do you have, uh, any sponsors or anyone you want to, want to give a shout out to for helping you out?
3: Yeah. Uh, I have, uh, uh, Pam and Dave, uh, Hicks of Wendell's poultry and their whole Wendell's poultry, uh, Uh, family they've they used to sponsor my dad they sponsor me uh so they're they're good friends and family so uh they've sponsored me for many many years i got uh, bank of the bluegrass uh clark's tire and auto down here in uh, kentucky um and then i definitely get help from brian Ruhlman and and Darjee race engines uh so i don't have a lot of sponsors but the ones that i do they've they've been with me for a long time so um it's very appreciated tires are expensive <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> well uh we we appreciate the time and uh, uh wish you luck this season, especially at the uh the the dirt nationals there at bristol um I'm looking forward to to that with i mean what do you think of all these uh the nascar guys coming down running in uh, in these in the the dirt nationals I'm guessing to get some laps before they the cup and the truck series race
3: yeah, I think it's good i think uh... I think it's I think it's good for dirt racing and good for NASCAR. I know me personally, you know, I've just like a lot of a lot of dirt racers. I've been following Kyle Larson forever. Uh so it's exciting I, for you're me. You're probably just you're
2: probably just happy he doesn't run a modified because he'd probably kick everybody's butt in that too.
3: <laughs> I'm sure he would. Uh so I'm I'm excited to see him back doing well in NASCAR because, you know, I had a few years there. I wasn't even watching him and uh with with him back in the Hendrick cars i you know i have i've been actually sat down watching races and i hadn't been doing that for a long time and i know when we were at belusia i think uh joey logano got the modified um uh, so there were a lot of nascar guys down there so i i think it's exciting to see him uh racing the dirt and i think it's good for i think it's good for dirt racing i think it's good for nascar that they uh, kind of bringing the two worlds together instead of, instead of fighting them you know
2: cool well, Ernie, Ernie Woodard, once again, uh, thanks a lot for, for coming on to the show tonight, and uh, and good luck.
3: Yeah, I appreciate you all having me. Thanks.
2: All right.
0: Thanks, Ernie. Look forward to seeing you at Limeland this year. All right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Ernie Woodard there, a very cool guy. Uh, looking forward to seeing him at the Dirt uh, Nationals and hopefully gets up uh, this way, either Limeland, maybe Oakshade Summer Nationals. Oakshade. That'd be cool. Yep. He's still he's still listening. So get to get summer nationals.
0: Summer nationals, Millstream. Oh yeah, Millstream. Yeah, yeah. Millstream. You need a place
2: to go Friday or Sunday nights. Millstream.
0: There you go. Go to Limo on Friday, relax on Saturday, and hit Millstream on Sunday. Make a great weekend out of it.
2: All right. Well, coming up, we have uh, this week's how many and uh, winner of last week's how many given away a big D's pizza. Um, Got some uh, news to cover here, and then we have the Hammerdown Hotline to uh, get to as well before we wrap up this week's show. Uh, racing news: We had uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway and Texas Motor Speedway—they've become COVID nineteen vaccination sites. So racing for the cure, sort of. It's a different, yeah. yeah. I think I saw something. They had like nineteen lanes of uh, traffic for for that. So wow. cool, yeah. Uh, 20,000 spectators will be allowed at the uh, Firestone Grand Prix of St. Petersburg. That's the IndyCar race on uh, April 23rd through the 25th. Uh, that's actually 20,000 per day, not total. The race track or the race was uh, shifted back from the uh, first weekend in March so that more fans could attend. So apparently that was a good move for them. Uh, Kyle Busch spun with a flat tire in uh, Friday's truck race at Las Vegas. It appeared... Uh, that that spin may have been intentional to uh, draw caution, and uh, Bush's uh, post race interview response when asked to walk us through the spin was, "Nope, I should I should be
0: here so they don't find me." Yeah,
2: I should have got that to actuality. Uh, so and last I saw NASCAR was having discussions about that. I, that was a couple days ago. I didn't follow up on that. So I, I know you want to talk about that, Jerry. What, what, do you think that was an intentional spin? Do you think he should be penalized?
0: You know, with, with guys like him, it, it's hard because he, his attitude makes people look bad. On, but I mean, if I or you or anybody else were in the same situation, what would you do? Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's it's a tough call. But uh, you know, it, it's and how do you determine blush, if Cody? it is if
2: it's intentional or not, Ron, Ron what do you think?
1: I don't know guys do it all the time, you know, especially you watch, uh, the, uh, the big league dirt races. Those guys are pulling cautions all the time. So, um,
2: it happens at, at, uh, at it, our track, you know, you
1: know Kyle Busch is, 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 is good enough that he can, he could make it look totally accidental.
2: What do you, what do you think about, uh, you know, the short track solution is two cautions and you're out. You know, what if they implemented something like that in NASCAR?
0: I I love that rule. I I love Mm. it everywhere I go racing at. I I think it's a great idea because it, it in turn, is going to help speed up the show. When you got guys drawing cautions potentially, you're doing it multiple times. That turns into a mess. But you know, you know, you're going to get taken off the track. The other
1: side of it is we're not. The other side of it is Jerry. We're not franchised, multi-million dollar teams that feel they have a right to be out there. So I, yeah, I don't know. A lot of it's money involved. attitude there. I, <laughs> I don't. I don't know that. I don't know that the two caution rule in NASCAR would fly.
2: Three. Three cautions, maybe.
1: All right. I'll <laughs> give you that one.
2: <laughs> maybe it's something they could look at. Maybe put a limit to it. But I mean, still, I mean, three cautions is pretty, pretty uh, gracious. That, that you know, I'm going to spin if I get a flat tire and need to need to get that caution flag so I don't go a lap down. You know, I still, and I still got two more left in, in my pocket. So, what's the chances are you're going to sure. need to use all three? But then you could get caught up. And it, I'm saying it'd be you're the cause of the caution as opposed to, you know, if you get caught up in somebody else's mess, that wouldn't count.
1: But. Oh, so now we're going to put uh, judgment calls into it. No, I, I wasn't the cause of that caution. Yeah, okay. Uh huh. Well, that,
0: that that's the biggest downside of it is having to make a judgment call. Um, that, that's tough in yeah. the tower, no matter how you look at it.
1: Yeah, I don't know what the answer is there. Scott, you my feeling on judgment calls. You just can't – you're going to get burned with them.
2: Yep. Yep, that is – yeah. And yeah. Some people are happy with judgment that's, calls that's and why I, other that, people aren't.
1: That, that's why I really like stop on the track, you go to the back. You know, spinner spinning. Uh, I hate judgment calls.
2: Do you guys see the uh, new SRX cars, the Superstar Racing Experience cars? I meant to pull that up. Either of you, do you guys see them?
0: Uh, Oh, yeah. I did. Definitely a little different. Kind of of looks like a 1980s Ferrari with the big wing on it. I I mean, it is what it is.
2: Yeah. Kind of.
0: Magnum PI-ish. (laughs) Magnum (laughs) PI-ish. Yeah, that sucker red
1: and get to grow a big mustache. You're in there.
2: What, what do you think of that, Ron?
1: You know, I didn't see the the pictures of them, Scott. So, uh, oh yeah, yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, it looks like something probably an idiot could drive. <laughs> Lot, looks like lots of downforce. Uh huh.
2: Okay. Well, it's interesting. They finally revealed that uh, this past weekend. If you want to check out some more. Views of that. Check out our uh, Twitter page at Hammer Report. Uh, testing at. Uh, Have they
1: had any driver input on the cars yet? Uh,
2: yes. Who was? Was it Kenny Schrader that was doing the testing this weekend? He said it was great. I think it was Kenny Schrader that. Uh, I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure it was Kenny Schrader. Anyway, um, we talked about this a, a little bit earlier. Ricky Weiss, his average speed uh, doing the testing at Bristol on the dirt there in his late model. 125 miles an hour. Last time the Cup uh, cars qualified on the pavement, you know, cuz they haven't been qualifying in a while. The pavement at Bristol there, Hamlin's average speed uh was 129 miles an hour. So they're getting around there on the dirt.
0: Wait till yes, the sprint car gets are. there with that wing.
2: What's that? Jerry?
0: Wait till the sprint cars hit the track with that big wing oh and my. all that downforce.
2: Yeah. When is there when did they do testing, do you know?
0: I'm not sure. I hadn't seen anything yet. I'll have to keep my eyes open there.
2: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Dave, uh, Dave confirms what I, what I thought. Yeah. It was uh, Kenny Schrader that was doing the testing of the SRX cars. Um, PRI is going to return performance racing industries. uh, This year's return of the world's premier event for motorsports professionals will take place December 9th through the 11th at the Indiana Convention Center downtown Indianapolis. Are you excited about that, Ron?
1: You know, I am. I haven't been to it for a couple of years. Obviously, so this year was an off year, but uh, it's a good time, and, and you, you get to see a lot of people, and, and everything that's new, yeah, it, it's going to be great, and with everybody being off from COVID last year, it's going to be jam-packed.
2: Probably, and hopefully hopefully there won't be any restrictions by, by then. Fingers crossed.
1: Uh, Kevin Harvick's... They could still move it to to Florida.
2: (laughs) Or Texas. Um, Kevin Harvick's going to uh, race in the uh, Truck Series at uh, Bristol in the Dirt, and I believe he's also added a few Xfinity races uh, to his schedule for this year. Um, The Hell Tour has added some more races for the summer because it's not the Hell Tour unless you make it a total Hell Tour and put in (laughs) as many races as you can. Um is Assuming you run the whole series, it's got to be real grueling. Uh, some added dates include July 6th and 7th. Uh, you got Knox County Fair in uh, uh, Knoxville, Illinois. July 7th is uh, the Belclair Speedway. You got Randolph County Raceway July 21st, Lake Ozark Speedway on uh, July 23rd. And that's just uh, for the late models, uh, the late models and modifieds together at Richmond Raceway in Kentucky. On uh, July 25th, I, I bet you Ernie's probably going to be at, at that one. If he's not doing something yeah. else. Yeah.
1: Um, more guys running. Yeah, the- I'm not sure they've been in belclair for a while, but uh, seeing as many cars as they normally start in a summer nationals race at belclair that'll, that'll be an interesting show.
2: Okay. I don't know like that much.
1: Fifth mile track.
2: Is it? That's pretty small. Yeah. Um, Chase Elliott, he's, uh, announced he's going to run a dirt late model at Bristol for the dirt nationals. Uh, pretty soon it's going to be entire cup series. We'll be running the uh, dirt nationals in a late model. Um, he's going to be running the, or running for advanced motor sports out of Clinton, Tennessee. Um uh, Brett, Brad, Brad Keselowski is going to be running a crate late model tomorrow night at Cochran motor speedway. So these guys, I think he's getting some practice, because I think, believe, isn't he running a crate at the, the Bristol Dirt Nationals? So, yeah, he's probably getting some practice there. Uh, Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series is going to be on uh, CBS, the network, Channel 11 locally here in Toledo, five times this year, starting with, uh, May 20, or with the May 29th Show Me 100 from Lucas Oil Speedway, which will actually broadcast on June 27th. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like any of these races are going to be live on CBS, uh, which would be much cooler. But uh, pretty cool seeing the Dirt Late Models on a major network there. Uh, of course, CBS, the network that's going yeah. to be covering the, uh, the Tony Stewart and Ray Everham Superstar Racing Experience six races Saturday nights, that will be live on CBS. That's my Brent Musburger imitation. Did you like that?
1: <laughs> CBS. I wonder if we will be there. Scott, I wonder if replays will be available for those, maybe on uh, CBS Sports Network. Uh, some of us are kind of occupied on Saturday nights.
2: They make these things called DVRs. I'm just, just Paramount yeah,
0: Plus, you can catch all that.
2: What's that? Paramount, Paramount Plus? Plus? That's right, the new network that just started on March 4th. I saw all the commercials during the Super Bowl. There was we only, only two of CBS them. CBS
0: All Access.
2: Yeah. So. <laughs> um, Lima Land Motorsports Park we talked about this here we need to this is this is important stuff here we need to do it right
0: breaking news Lima Land Motorsports Park has released a tentative 2021 schedule featuring 13 events starting on May 7th with the NRA Sprints Modifieds and Stock Cars in action. And finishing up on August 6th with the 2021 Award Celebration featuring the King of the Quarter Mile Races, the Pit Party. Uh, That'll feature NRA sprints, mods, and stocks. Uh, USAC notable dates. May 14th, the USAC Midwest Thunder Midgets will be in action for the Mike Stryker Memorial. uh, First annual Ron Colley Memorial on May 28th. It's also part of the Memorial Cup. The 20th annual Keezer Memorial takes place on June 4th with the non-wing sprints. The stock cars racing for a thousand to win. Also, the UMP modifieds in action, and the dirt track truck series involved in that one. All Star Sprint Speed Week date uh, on June 18th for Lima and then uh, we have the UNOH 100th centennial UNOH 100th Centennial Night uh, on July 16th. So, should be a great season. You can get to the full schedule at limaland.com. Also, you'll see that on our website and everybody else sharing it all over the web right now. So, hope to see everybody Uh, at Lima Land on Friday nights.
2: Some uh, other notes about that. They're going to be
1: uh, – what's that, Ron? Jerry, is the 13 shows pretty traditional for them? Say again? I'm sorry.
0: Broke up just a little bit.
1: Yeah. Uh, Is that 13 shows, is that a pretty traditional season for them? Uh, a couple of years ago they
0: started cutting the schedule down just because with uh, taking care of the school and everything and, and attendance was down so it, this has been a pretty pretty much the same thing the last couple seasons um, personally i'd like to see a few more shows on the schedule but it, it makes for a compact nice quick schedule and it's it's pretty predictable so
2: and uh, they they said that they're going to be closely following any and all guidelines put forth by the Ohio governor Ohio department of health and Allen county public health at the current time, they're only allowing 30% occupancy to outdoor events. That includes Lima Land. It is uh, their hope that they will increase the 30% guideline between now and that first uh, opening night, May 7th. Uh, and also, they had one other note uh, in an effort to eliminate rumors. And I hadn't, I hadn't heard these rumors, but uh, apparently there's rumors going around that Lima Motorsports Park uh, uh, was sold. Well, it has not been sold. It is not for sale. UNOH will continue to own and operate Limeland Motorsports Park now and in the future.
0: So, Yeah, there, there were some rumors going around and, and they pop up from time to time. Um, th- but this, this time around some people that uh, was very surprising to see sharing the rumor uh, caused some concern. And uh, after speaking with the, the powers that be at UNOH, I've been told 100% false that Limeland is not for sale nor will it be for sale. Obviously, everything's got a price. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Somebody showed them stupid money that I, I'm sure that you know it might be for sale. But I mean, UNOH is the nation's leader in high performance motorsports training. For them to have a racetrack is nothing but a feather in their cap. I could never see the, the university letting go of it.
2: So. Let me ask you a question because in their release that came out uh, a little after five o'clock tonight with, with the schedule. Um, it said tentative schedule and that they're hoping that the capacity gets increased. If the capacity is only 30%, do you think that they will still go ahead with that schedule?
0: Personally, do you, do you, I think it's borderline. Okay. I really do. And that, that's just based on the little bit that I know I, I, I can't, you know, go into to detail, but didn't I mean would, to put
2: you on the spot there.
0: No, it's okay. It's okay. quite all right. Uh, I do know that we're very hopeful that by May seventh, it will be a little bit better. That we'll you know expand a maybe fifty percent or more, or move the track uh, to Florida
2: or Texas. You'll be fine.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> but hopefully by by the summer, we're we're one hundred percent. We're all back to normal, you know as normal as we can be, and everybody gets to go racing. So that's that's what we're hopeful for. All
2: right, coming up uh, we have uh, tonight's how many. Before we get to that, here's your results for this week's uh, poll, uh, our Twitter poll, which was uh, a pretty lame one. But I like the hand signals part of it. Uh what's your preferred method of communicating with with a friend? Phone calls? Nobody calls anybody anymore, but it's still got thirty point eight percent. Uh texting, that's pretty popular. 53.8. Nobody apparently emails their friends. Um and hand signals. That was what I was going for. Yes, you're number one. Number Yes. <laughs> can can you hear this? Should I turn it up? Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> We're done
1: with that. Don't go there, Scott.
2: Yep. Moving on uh, to this week's how many. Uh, last week's, actually, we'll cover last week's how many first. How many uh, Hammerdown Hotline calls will we have uh, for uh, this week's show? And actually, Matt actually uh, <laughs> messaged me this morning. how so how many do you have? And usually my phone tells me when when we get a message on our Google uh, line there. And, and I hadn't gotten any messages. So I was like, I don't, I, we got none. So and then I checked as soon as I, shortly after I got home and ate dinner tonight, and we had a few, we had we had a few, and there's some interesting things, and that's coming up here shortly. Um, we had seven, seven uh, Hammerdown down hotline calls, and you can hear them in their entirety here in just a little bit. So our studio winner was Ron, who picked seven, and uh, we had several people have uh, the right guess on online. So let's uh, bring out our Big D's Pizza Wheel to determine this week's winner of a Big D's Pizza. Um, share the screen here. We got, uh, we got the ladies. The ladies guessed right. All three guessed uh, seven. So we got Robin Johnson, Gretchen Knapp, and Rhonda Heitzman. So here we go. We're going to find out who the winner that Big D's Pizza is this week for this week's how many. And we lost Ryan again. He's, he's going to miss out. And it, it looks like...
0: Yep. Gretchen. Congratulations.
2: Gretchen Knapp. Winner again. She's been on a pretty pretty good streak recently. Yeah. So, congratulations. Got Big D's Pizza. Get with uh, Dean Henry. I was supposed to get you information about something. We'll talk to after the show. Uh, this week's How Many is uh, how many views of this episode will we have on YouTube by Monday at 8 p.m. ish? Hmm. YouTube. I was actually looking on our YouTube the other day because we don't really promote that very much. And I was surprised. I was like, so I'm going to have some some more views than I thought. Instead of like one or two, there's actually hundred, couple hundred. Um. So this episode that we are doing right now, episode 170, on YouTube on or by Monday, I should say, because obviously after Monday you watch it, it's going to add more. So you get one guess. You can put it in the comments of our uh, Facebook live. Don't put it in the YouTube live because I don't check those as often as I probably should. <laughs> so come on over to our Facebook live. You can do that. Um, this will still be up even after oh yeah, Ron's back. Hi again, Ron.'ll we'll, we'll have this uh, up after or you can watch uh, the replay whenever, but we'll say Sunday at noon you can do it Sunday at noon. So you're listening to us on the podcast, Google podcast whatever. Uh you can still get in just uh log on to Facebook, find this and put your comment in. Uh 1 million. Scott Warner.
0: 1 million. Yeah, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> I'd be impressed if we got that, Scott. He's very optimistic, but uh yeah. So leave your comment in the or leave your guess in the comments of our Facebook live. You get one guess, you guess more than once, uh you get black flag, you guess the same number as somebody else all right, we'll do the Big D's Pizza Wheel and figure out who the winner is again. So, again, that's how many views will we have this episode on YouTube? Because we are live on YouTube, and you can watch it. even after. It's just like the Facebook Live. You can watch it after it's live, and a lot of people do that. Some upcoming races. This uh, It's getting close. Not this weekend. I don't know. I was getting a little excited there. Uh, Attica Raceway Park, just around the corner. Racing season. I mean, is the weather today and yesterday in this area? Um, I think we should go racing. Why not? I uh, think we're really close. Yeah, construction equipment uh, construction equipment and supply night, uh, 410s, late models, 305s, gates open at 5, racing at 745. General admission, uh, remember the general admission prices have gone up a little bit this year with the increased uh, payouts for the late models and the 305s. Uh, so $18 general admission for adults. They do have a rain date of Saturday, March 20th. Should uh, they need it, rain or snow, whatever. Uh, hopefully, the weather will cool operate. It's been uh, pretty good so far this week, at least. It's supposed to rain today. Did it Fire rain for you green. down
0: there? We got a little bit. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't terrible. Everything dried up pretty quick. Uh, I will say that Atomic Speedway is also in action. That's right. Uh, this weekend, what they they got their uh, bash uh, Saturday or the springtime bash. Going to have a demo derby and some other things going on. Um, then they got the Lucas Oil late models next Friday as well. So a lot, lots of racing action, getting ready to kick off all around our area.
2: And I was uh, going to call Rex before we came on tonight, but I was scrambling around at the last minute. So I'm going to try and get Rex Lejeune on for next week. Uh, talk about Attica and, and the upcoming season. Happy there. birthday, Rex. Is today his birthday?
0: No, it's never really his birthday. We just always, we've we always announced it. Blake Anderson and myself and uh, Brian Lisskei.
2: All right, then. <laughs> anyway, now i lost my train of thought. If, uh, if uh, we don't have Rex on, I have uh, Rick Eshelman book. I'm going to try and push him back uh following week because I want to get uh, Rex on before uh, Attica starts their season. I have to put uh, someone from Limeland on to uh, talk about season. Do you know anybody I from can, Limeland?
0: Uh, I know a couple people. We might be able to get somebody on. Okay. Uh, how okay, about we do – Ron's, Ron's guest for the –
2: Oh, we've, we didn't do our guesses for, for the, the – the, the yeah, we didn't do our guesses. I just yeah. totally skipped past that. So, Ron, you won last, uh, last week's how many, so you get to be the first guess. I don't know if you saw this week's how many is – how many views will we have for this yeah. episode on YouTube by Monday at 8 o'clock?
1: 135.
2: I like the 35. I see what you did there. <laughs> Uh, has Kathy got a <laughs> – does Does your secretary have a, a vote this week? She
1: says 65. Ooh, she's not as optimistic.
2: What do you got, Jerry?
0: I'm half as optimistic as them. I, I'm saying 37. Ooh, Jerry. Ooh. I'm going with 150. Uh, I, I'm playing that low end to get the everything up too.
2: I should have gone 136, but I already said 150, so I'll stick with that. So, all right, now let's uh, check out this week's Yeah, you've gotten the black flag, Scott. <laughs> well, can the can the flagman black flag himself? This is a question for Matt Swander. I don't know how that works. It
0: depends on what he's wearing. Been wanting the black flagging for his all right. fashion taste for a while. <laughs>
2: All right, hopefully this uh this uploaded okay. It looks like I uploaded it twice. This is uh this week's Hammer Down Hotline. Again, if you would like to call and uh get on the show for whatever reason, just at the end of the show, we'll do the Hammer Down Hotline. 419-318-3081 is the number. And uh here we go. Here's our seven calls from uh this past week and uh yeah. It's yeah.
4: Ma, ma, and ma. hey ma. And wow. wow. go on Skip the Games, bro, wow. wow. and check out check, check out on Skip the Games, bro, wow. and, and check out a uh, gordita Latina, mm-hmm. extra cheesy. <laughs> the girl looked good to me, good to me. She looked like Pamela Lee. After nine Coronas, I began to kiss her. And Under her zipper, she looked like Audie Silver. After nine coronas, when I met her at the bar, she said she was on the watch. When she got into my car, she looked like a Sasquatch. Bow, 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 bow. Nine coronas. She kinda looked like Mr. Spock. Live long and prosper, but she was Courtney Cox. After nine coronas. We were hopping passion. We were messing. After she looked like Jennifer Aniston after nine Corona. Late into the night, I rode her like a hearty. In the soft candlelight, she looked like Grant's farty. Bow, wow, 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 after nine Corona. She was fat and sticky and kind of stinky, but she looked like Chrissy Binkley. After nine Coronas, she looked like Pee Wee Herman. That's my name, don't wear it out. But she was Uma Thurman after nine Coronas in our 23rd position. I think I got with Blash. She was really bitching, except for her, Uma now wow, wow, wow. Nine coronas. First of all, babies, I would like to thank Brian and Scott Hammer for all the love over the years that they've shown me. I would like to thank the many and the many fans throughout this country that wrote cards and letters to the American Dream of the Roads while I was down. Secondly, I want to thank Jimmy Crockett, rest in peace, promotions for, for waiting and taking the time, because I know how important it was. Starcade 85, it is to the wrestling fans. It is to Jimmy Cocker promotions. And Justin Rose, the amazing ring. With that weight, I got what I wanted. Rick Flair, the world's heavyweight champion. I don't have to say a whole lot more about the way I feel about Rick Flair. No respect, no honor. There's no honor among thieves in the first place. To put hard times on Justin Rose and his family. You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Hard times I win the check out workers around this country out of work. They got four or five kids, and they can't pay the wages, can't find food. Hard times win. All the auto workers out of work, and they tell them go home. And the hard times I win them there, and with the job, for 30 years, 30 years, and they give to a watch, and give them a book, and say, hey, I a computer took your place, Daddy. That's hard times. <laughs> Hi, Hammerdown Race Report. This is Rhonda Heitzman. I won the, uh, how many contest on this last week's show. Um, since I am listening from Washington state, it's probably not going to work for me to, um, get a pizza. So I would like to donate my pizza to the wonderful guys at the Dirt Nerds podcast. That'd be Elliot Aldrich and his lovely wife, Nicole and Dwayne Hancock. I would like to do that for them and um, let me know if that works. Thank you. Bye. Hammer down hotline. Long time listener, first time caller. My question is, what happens first in 2021? Scott wins in the Ocho or does Ron Miller get reliable internet service at his shop? Or final choice, Terry Hendricks actually smiles while driving the water truck. Thank you.
3: Yeah, that that all happened.
1: <sighs> Hard times. Hard times.
2: I appreciate our audience. They give us so much. <laughs> we just hope we can give back. Uh, to answer uh, the, the last caller's yeah. question, um, what do you think, Ron? What, what, what do you think? What's going to happen first? Terry's not going to smile. Well, ever. going
1: to gloss I'm going to gloss over the middle one, and I don't know. Maybe we can get Terry to smile. You think so?
2: I have seen him smile. It does yeah, happen. Maybe. I don't know about on a Saturday night. Yeah. but I'll go
0: one step further. I'll, I'll have the camera down there. I'll get him to smile. Okay. And hopefully, when you
1: know, maybe if we have a young lady stand by the fence, and well, we could get him to smile.
2: So what's going to happen first, though? That or Ron's getting a better internet or me winning a race? I'm going to think that one of the other two is going to be first. That's a tough one. I, I, we got I'm no answer. i think
1: one of the other two is going to be first.
2: All right. What do you think, Jerry? Uh,
1: I think... Uh,
0: Ron has total control
2: has- over one of these things.
0: I think the Ocho makes it to victory lane. I think
2: so. I think uh, during the test and tune, it may make it to victory lane.
0: Well, there's B mains
2: too. I'm going to win the testing tune. That is my bold prediction.
0: Oh. Scott, you Terry's can't win beauty. hot laps. You
1: lose them.
2: I go out and try and win hot laps every week. I think you're supposed to do you that.
1: Lose them, you
2: not win them. This is true. I have lost them once, and that sucks. So, again, next week on the show, uh, we'll either have Rex Lejeune, Rick, or Rick Eshelman, voice of uh, The World of Outlaw Late Models. Former announcer at Eldora and uh, Oakshade, Bill Stream, Toledo Speedway. He's been all over the place. Yeah. So tune in Thursday, 7 o'clock. That's when that happens. Don't forget to uh, like us, follow us on all of our uh, socials. HammerdownRacingReport.com is also available. Limeland uh, schedule.
0: Limeland.com for your copy of this year's schedule. Thanks again to all of our sponsors. Please support them,
2: they uh, make this show possible. If you don't like uh, the show, support them anyway. Uh, Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meet the race. Real geese silhouette decoys. Check out realgeese.com. Millstream Speedway. Check them out at millstreamspeedway.net. Big D's Pizza out there in Clyde. brand Miller race cars. And uh, that's it. We're done.
0: Hammer down Hotline. Call. Call early. Call often.
2: There you go. And you know, it doesn't have to be a, a dumb message or you know, no, one that questions. goes on Do you for have 10 minutes.
0: Or, yeah. Yeah, well, we I don't sh- care if it's about oh. racing. If you got something serious you want to talk about, call us.
2: And we should probably respond. Yeah, uh, we we can uh, we can transfer. I don't know. Most contests are non-transferable, but Dwayne Dwayne's a nice guy. LA's pretty nice too. So we can we'll we'll donate the uh, the Ronda's uh, Big D's Pizza to the Dirt Nerds Podcast.
1: So, Sounds like
0: go. a plan.
2: There you go. Only if they share it with us. I'm
1: just I'm just a, bit a listener in Washington State. Oh, How
2: cool is that? We're worldwide. We have listeners in Australia. As crazy as that may sound.
0: Well, I know that.
2: We're organic.
0: Yes, organic.
2: Yes. All right, we're out. We'll see you next week. Have a good weekend. Night, everybody. Oh, that was Here the wrong way. Now we're leaving.
0: You have been listening to the Down Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform.